podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. By the time the second half kicks off, we're not even watching the game anymore. Look at this bloke. Is he asleep? Yes, yes he is. A lot of grass on that part of the pitch. There. Nah, not so much grass. With 20 minutes left, we get our second win and Sherwood brings on Ericsson, who should have played all along. We finally have our first shot on goal. We celebrate as if it goes in the top corner rather than rolling shit into the hands of the goalkeeper. And yet mocking the team seems to work because minutes later we have scored and I don't know who scored it because I wasn't watching. Now we're laughing and saying how funny it would be if we scored again and that bloke still hasn't woken up and oh my God. Someone says Chadley's got both and we think that's impossible because he's fucking shit. And now with minutes left, we only need one more to send it into extra time. We're doing all the things we didn't do earlier, moving it quickly and chasing them down and Harry Kane's in and penalty. The ref doesn't give it because, well, life's just not like that. And the chances keep coming and Kane, no. And Kane, no. And Kane, no. And before you know it, Benfica are up the other end. They've got a penalty, which they score and we're out. And as we head down to the concourse where the Portuguese police keep us for half an hour, we can't believe how close we got. And there are people saying they won't come next year unless Levy and Sherwood goes. And I think, how could you live without this? What would be the point? It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. Come on, shut up. It's episode 36 of the Fighting Cock podcast, and I'd like to say a welcome to everyone around the table. All right. Hello. <laughs> Good got, evening. We've got Dan Lowe. Hi. Fresh from your marathon. Yeah, fresh is probably not the right word, but uh, yeah, I, I've i got a bit of a funny walk yeah. at the moment. <laughs> I'm walking like Bentleb just after the team sheet's gone up. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tim Greek. Good evening. How you doing, Tim? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Everyone knows what you guys have done, but if you don't already, then let's just talk a tiny bit about away days, what it is. Uh, actually, you've just heard it, I forgot. 
we do this obviously before editing every, all, all of it but we've got a little sneak preview of the, ne- the last one the uh, new one it's, the not, new it's one. not even finished yet yeah it'll be up probably this weekend it'll be the f- it's the first one we've done in almost a year I think isn't it when yeah. you, first one this season you was last on the podcast you were talking about um, potentially not, not doing it ever again but then if you hit your target for your marathon run yeah, well, we did. Yeah, we did. We got we got the money for the uh, my marathon run. I'd said if I made the um, amount I had to earn, which was like a grand, uh, then we'd bring it back for a sort of one-off special, and that we might sort of bring it back um, next season more frequently. A big sporting organisation, as this as this does happen every now and again, uh, contacted me during this season and said, uh, "Hey, we'd like to give you some money to do them next season." And uh, it's a big organisation. They're called the Bleacher Report. Uh, and then they fucked off and they called me back to me they said how much would it cost to bring it back and this this is the way the negotiations often go yeah, yeah, yeah. they say oh we'll give you some money and uh, you go back and say alright well this is how much I'd like and it's not even they, they don't even go no they just don't reply <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they get the email and just go yeah forget it but this time I actually went I, I direct messaged the bloke on Twitter and I was like you didn't reply to my email I'm really hurt <laughs> I, I like the Bleacher Report and he didn't even reply to that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking arsehole. <laughs> don't read the Bleacher Report, anyone. <laughs> Dickheads. I don't even know what it is. No, what's Bleacher Report? <laughs> I've heard it's of it. A, it's a big American sports site they're trying to make. Uh, they does mostly um, uh, sort of a US sports, but they tried to like get into Premiership football recently. Mm. But they're not going the right way about it. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, not, I'm not selling out. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Tim? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yeah. You'd, uh, you was up at Liverpool, you said you had a I great was, time. Uh, Liverpool, yeah, fantastic result, wasn't it? Yeah. Up there, losing 4-0. Um, but we were just we were talking earlier in the pub about it, and that was actually quite a good away game, actually. Yeah. We um, went up on yeah. that um, Spurs special, you know, the train that yeah. um, I think the Supporters Trust arranged. We got met by the um, Spirit of Shankly yeah. up there, so it was, um, they took us out for a few drinks. And then, and then the uh, the train on the way back, the old football special, yeah. which they brought back, may or may not have got ransacked yeah. on the way back. <laughs> yeah. What it, happened? Well, we don't know, like, because it got it got delayed for ages. Just at that's like crew. Was it crew? Crew or runcorn? Yeah. And uh, and then on Twitter, we were reading about why it happened. Yeah. And there was a it was a police matter, and supposedly someone had basically just kicked in the buffet car and tried to nick all the beer because it's a dry train. <laughs> yeah. The club. We, you weren't allowed drinks on the way there or the way back. For what? a train journey, I know. That's that was our football I know. special. Yeah. How's that life? Not allowed to drink on the train, it's but not... it's ridiculous. But even back but... in the, even back in the day when they when they got rid of the football specials in the nineties, you weren't allowed to drink on them then. All oh, right. So right. people were trying to smuggle like... booze on. Yeah, obviously. Um, through various different methods. Yeah. And then they were like, un- you know, doing the water and stiffing the water and all the rest of it, and it was pretty militant. Bloody hell! Yeah. Well, this coppers yeah. on the train. Then. No, well, it was Spurs oh, stewards. Yeah. You know, the Spurs away stewards oh, that they take away, and and then and then there were a few police on the train as well, but. Um, but once we got to Liverpool, we made up for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was quite interesting what you were saying in the pub about you got met by the, yeah. the Spirit of Shanky guys. Yeah, and- top top people really. Um, I met him at Darren's funeral. You know, Darren who um, Darren uh, Alexander yeah. sadly passed away. Um, and I got chatting to a couple of them, and I was up there with Cat from the Trust as well, and they met us off the train. They got us into a cab, went to their local pub. Um, barman was buying us drinks. The manager was buying us drinks. No, they're really top people, and and to be fair, I know that Liverpool get a lot of stick, but out of the three up there, they're the ones I want to win the league, really. 
Yeah, I think I think like a lot of Tottenham fans, especially on Twitter, do go on like Liverpool are basically the worst sort of set of fans there is, and they they're just kind of scum. They're all the sort of stereotypes, but their set of fans are closest to what our set of fans in terms of values. I think what you know we should aspire to, which we do have to a certain extent. But the fact that they do fight for issues they really care about, the twenties plenty uh, campaign, which everyone should give a shit about, is mm. a Liverpool initiative. And the links between the Liverpool supporters group, Spirit Shankly, and our lot have become quite strong. Yeah. And for good reason. They're a really good bunch of people. Like yeah. it wasn't just because they bought us drinks, although we are very easily bored. So yeah. do, 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 do <laughs> give us stuff. I think. Thing I, is, well, I, I you say all that. Sorry, Spooky. I was just going to say I, I really want Man City. To win yeah, it. I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> do you? Yeah, Only yeah. because, like, if City win it, it's not really real. It doesn't exist. It's just been bought. I think with the Liverpool thing, if I'm if if I'm honest, hand on heart, yeah. it's jealousy. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at them and think, forget about their history because be their history is, is, you know, undeniable. Uh, but it could be us. Yeah, if, with their setup and their financial <clears throat> revenue, that could be us. Absolutely, we'll, we'll yeah. manage a, a board that gives their coach. The freedom and the patience to get on with it, um, yeah. And it will never be us. Opposite yeah. It's never going to be us. Opposite this, time, this time last year, we were laughing at Rogers, weren't we? We were yeah. thinking, thank God we got yeah. AVB. Well, we were sort of yeah. taking a piss out of his David Brent yeah. style, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. quotes and yeah. being Liverpool was like that, a mockery of, of, of that being Channel Liverpool. Five program. And, yeah. Now we got like now he's laughing. Now we got like David Brent's son. <laughs> it's not even David Brent. Yeah. <laughs> Just his shit stepson. He is like a Ricky Gervais character, isn't he? The way the way he's got like arrogance for no fucking reason whatsoever. He's got that kind of like yeah. I know what I'm doing. I'm a f- Relax, guys. I'm a football manager. I'm a fucking football manager. <laughs> We've also got Ricky and Spooky. All right, you probably worked out. Hello. How you doing, boys? Good. 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 Alright, fair enough. We had uh, 1882 yesterday. Um, Spurs were playing Man City. It was a bit of an impromptu one. United. Man United, yeah, obviously. And um, there we got beat 1 0 despite having Bentaleb, Dembele, and Zeki Fryers on the pitch. I'm not saying that's because of. But it was, it was a good laugh. There was a few dubious, dubious chants given the fact that there were lots of kids around. Uh, I won't go into it in too, too much detail, but. It was a little bit like, oh, do you know what I mean? It was like that, you know, that certain songs get started and you think, I've got to drown this out with a tossy noon tossy noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in start- the spur. <laughs> <laughs> I started that about 15 times. <laughs> were, were they singing the Arsenal fan on a string song? Yes. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. We need to stop singing that. It's not a good song. Yeah. I, yeah, that's the first time I heard it to be it's just, well, they were singing it a lot in Benfica. I've never, I've never heard it. Yeah, it's going uh, around a lot on Benfica. Just uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, uh, maybe at half half time if someone sings it because I've not heard it. Yeah, I don't know the just words. Don't, don't recall. Don't. It's, it's goes to the it's, it's goes to the tune of uh, being a yid or kicking a boot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, it was good. Anyway, there's one more towards the end of the season. So if you're up for it, it's, it's at Stevenage an away game. I think it's actually a home game, but it's played against um, Reading. Under 21s, it's terracing, uh, and it's the last one. It's on a Sunday, second, uh, sorry, at two o'clock. It's the 27th, I think, of April. So go along to the game. I'm not sure if I don't know the price. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to get to Stevenage, but look, it's easy, easy. Kings Cross. Yeah, yeah short, short train ride. Lot, yeah, there's a lot of Spurs out there. Yeah, well, it, well, so yeah, go along to the game. We'll figure out where we're going to be, what stands, and you know, be the last chance to see the young. Boys before they're all released. 
to be to be fair though there are a couple of good really good players there one this the ginger kid uh, at the back called Conor O'Gilvy he's clearly head and shoulders above everyone else mm. I mean he looked again it's not saying much for Dembele and Bentaleb but he, he, he easily looked on par with both of them mm. uh, and Zeki Fryer's got injured and went off so um you know, I know he has been our saviour at the back this season. We need him to play centre back. Have we got any centre backs left? Did Torrijos go off injured against West oh, Brom? I think he went off. No shit. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it yeah. was it was not an injury. And yeah. then he got done on Instagram, didn't he, for liking a photo by Carl Walker during the second half? He wasn't watching the game. Oh Jesus! Christ. I'm not kidding. I don't want him to fucking play for the club again. No, really? I'm, I'm serious. I, I, I think like the the guy when he first started, play, like he was good. Mm. He looked he looked like a maverick. He looked like he played the game like a slightly sort of sloppier but more exciting version of a Tonga, and he could bring the ball forward. That first half's the worst I've ever seen any Tottenham player play ever in games mm. I've been to or watched on TV I've never seen a performance like it in my life and I'm getting very upset just thinking about it <laughs> really? Jesus yeah. that's quite shocking yeah that's, that is his statement right there I know he was awful well who's the, who's the worst who's the, what's the worst half of football you've ever seen by one player um, can, can you for Tottenham yeah. Dawson away to Fulham. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Well, we lost one in the cup. We got sent That runs in college. I've got another one. Dawson at Young Boys as well. That was pretty bad. Gary Dockett every game. Well, like Danny Rose, the game he scored, that incredible volley against Arsenal, that's pretty much the only other game I can compare to Kirikesh. But I don't know. Like, it was just, it was weird. I, I like, I for, for the first time on Saturday began to understand the fucking anger that people feel towards the club now. Because mm. on the whole, I don't feel that. I, I'd still enjoy being a Spurs fan. I think the club's being run okay, but on the sort of bad side of okay. Uh, but I really felt, I felt converted to the cause on Saturday watching that shit. Yeah, it was bad. But it wasn't, well, I'd say it weren't, that bad. I don't know. I've got to disagree with you a no, little bit. It was bit. very bad. <laughs> no, it was like the. I mean, by and large, we were the best team. We were, well, the second half, we played fine. But even in the first half, we played. I mean, defensively, we were a shambles, don't get me wrong. But we had more than us. Came, how, came how, two how, d- how does it work? Like, you prepare for a, a league match, like, all week. You know, you travel up or you oh. stay in a hotel, you get to the game, you get in the dressing room, there's a pre match talk in the dressing room, there's the huddle, you go out mm. there. Oh, what does it just fall asleep on the pitch? It's because you think we, we're so yeah. we, the, the, the ongoing trend this season has mm. been we're slow starters. But you yeah. think if it happens like once or twice, you get sorted. Remember when we used to concede goals late on under AVB? Uh, yeah. I, was, I was about to yeah. say that. Like, under he, a, a, yeah, AVB. It. It's it. done. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe our players don't fear Tim Sherwood, and they probably have switched off. Like you were saying earlier, I don't know if it was on the pod or just before. It'll be switched off like months ago. It's just no, yeah. I was just no about, one could be asked. I, I was just about to say that. I mean, the, the kind of intensity of when you're playing for a, a, urgency, a, 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 a league position or something like that. At the moment, I just don't feel it. and haven't felt it for a couple of weeks. It's kind of like you're going out there because you're just out there playing football. It's not because you're competing for something. But I mean, um, I'm not going to agree. Of what Dan was saying, how bad Kirikesh was, but it was fucking awful. I mean, it it was really, really bad. 
So at least he's got a handle on social media, though. He's, you know. <laughs> it's important to have modern <laughs> Romanian footballers. <laughs> yeah. His best performance this season was that video of him walking yeah, around exactly. struggling <laughs> drunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he thought he's only just probably got an iPhone for the first time. I've <laughs> 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 oh, discovered this new thing. It's just called Nick Nominates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going crazy. What's the name You must drink your own urine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dickhead, Kirikesh. <laughs> fuck off. Like, he's now at the front of the please leave our club like list, which Matongan's at. Matongan's also on that list. Yeah. Players are just beginning to anger me, and I love them so recently. Like, I properly love those two, and they've just they've shat in my wedding cake. <laughs> what do you think of the game? Um, I didn't actually watch it for a change. Um, it's one of only about three or four games I missed this season, the others being Newcastle away, we won. Man United away, we won. Right. Um, Swansea away, we won. And this one, so we're bound to win it. Um, I was following it on Twitter for the first time. Oh. Oh, dreadful, isn't it? Yeah. And really, and you just, you can't really see Everything like, is oh, like microscopically analysed, like things that you wouldn't even consider yeah. are spoken about for minutes after yeah. they happen. So I was out and about and I saw 3 0 down for, oh, here we go. And then 3 1, you thought, oh, maybe. And then, you know, just uh, got home, put the radio on because I couldn't bear Twitter. And three uh, two, and then uh, being a Tottenham fan, once it got to three all, we thought we're going to nick it. But yeah, but well, we had enough. To be. We, had a, we had enough about us to do it. We had the penalty, obviously. Addy by was mm. dog awful penalty. Yeah. It was ter- oh. terrible. Um, but you obviously have seen him go go in when the keeper jumps mm. the wrong way. But I think I mean with Addy by his his whole body shape to it was just kind of leaning back. It was like almost looking towards where he's going to go. It was so relaxed, and it was just. Yeah, it was just like almost you could tell where he's just going to pass this ball. It was. I didn't think he played well anyway, Adebayor. Although he saw a lot of the ball, the one thing that I really couldn't figure out, and I think you've got like you've got to give us credit for fighting back. And one of the things that the only thing that is kind of good about us under Sherwood that we couldn't really do under other managers is that when they get loads of players behind the ball and when they're trying to defend a lead we do break them down and we do score and we do create chances mm. but he's so bad at absolutely everything else that you think <laughs> that must be sort of in spite of him but Adebayor repeatedly over and over again like we used to get really annoyed with Dawson would play the long ball and do the diagonal the amount of long balls it was basically the game plan it was all that existed the game plan on Saturday Kabul up to Adebayor him hold it up lose the ball it was long ball football most of the game and mm. you haven't seen Tottenham really do that for quite a while although we did sort of do it under Ber- with Berbatov I think tactically though there was a couple of um, like camera shots of Sherwood on, on you know just in his dugout in his technical area and you know you usually get coaches trying to change something tactically yeah. whereas it's just encouragement with him yeah. I think he loves the fact that at half time he can shout at them 3-0 yeah. to him he's like yes <laughs> yeah. I can now prove I can, that I can change yeah. it yeah. at half time he's like, why, yeah. why are we 3-0 down in the first place because what you said Flav was bang on we, we, would, we were better yeah. apart from the opening like 10 minutes and then the third mm. penalty miss after that it was it's just too comfortable many, it's, without it's, even yeah. trying there's too many players having poor performances week in week out Danny yeah. Rose being one of them 
Carl Norton, I don't mind Carl Norton, but he's not a quality right back, left back, whatever he plays. Fuck Carl Norton. Yeah, yeah. He make, yeah, <laughs> f- yeah. I think we're, we're at a point nah, now. Where we have to, yeah. Yeah. Nah, we, have, we have to, we have to get to the point where we're like, we either, we're either with him or against him. <laughs> nah, we've got and to go. I think, yeah, he has <laughs> got to go because yeah. I think like what he often does, is he makes a lot of mistakes, plays really badly for most of the game, and then the second half and late on, he actually starts putting a lot of effort in mm. and he plays better. But he, he only raises his aver- his sort of performance to average. That's as far as he's ever going to fucking get and I think he does some good stuff but he does a lot of bad stuff and he was madly responsible for that second goal yeah. which without wanting to go back to being like making grand statements that's the worst goal I've ever seen Tottenham concede he's <laughs> <laughs> actually it, fucking put him on the list the yeah. is, the <laughs> he's got to go as well. he, he raises his game once he's committed an awful error yeah, exactly. he's that got to atone for it so he's yeah. got to fucking go for it you won't see that he's got good mental strength he's recovered yeah, yeah. <laughs> why fuck up in the first place <laughs> same against Southampton wasn't it yeah. Oh, yeah I've been firmly supportive of uh, Norton all season but now I'm very much against him I like yeah. him I mean he's one of the only players at the end of the game that comes over and like claps to good. away fans good argument you know, he's, oh, he's, he's not sport, is yeah, he? Exactly. He's, he's just not good enough. He's yeah, not good you, enough. You should have seen what happened to Danny Rose when he came and clapped the away fans on Saturday. Oh, really? It's fucking hilarious, yeah. Because there was a generally, like, there, there was just kind of chaos. There was people were laughing, like, hugging each other after the third goal's gone in, and we all, everyone just felt like we got away with it. And there's just a feeling that we all were back in love with Tottenham again. Yeah. For 45 minutes, we'd hated them and thought we'd wasted our life, as you <laughs> often do. And then the fans came over, uh, the players came over, and they were clapping the fans, and the support on Saturday. From especially the second half was fucking out of this world yeah, yeah amazing could hear it, could hear it. really amazing at some point everyone decided there was no point in being pissed off and being angry at the team yeah and that they, we would just absolutely go for it and it just raised the roof the Hawthorns didn't know what to make of it we spoke to some West Brom fans afterwards and they said that our support was absolutely amazing but Danny Rose comes over to clap the fans and everyone just stops clapping and just goes fuck off Rose <laughs> <laughs> oh, like he's inviting himself to a party <laughs> <laughs> he just turned up <laughs> bless him though Come on, look, he's no, he's not even got that nice a face, really, is he? No, he's a dickhead, he's got to go. <laughs> yeah. He's got to go. Put him on the list. <laughs> he's got to go on the Anyone list. Anyone else? Why would we, we, we putting people on lists? <laughs> Who else is going on there? All right, Palino. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. going oh, yeah. definitely get him on the list. Yeah, get, he's like, that's not even a free transfer. It's just like, we will pay you to take away. they got to be taken away from the club in the shittest fucking form of transport we can find. <laughs> like a that coach, a that t- stinky coach. A football special. A football special <laughs> slash megabus slash like that coach that used to take you swimming uh, at school. The sunshine bus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sunshine bus. The variety club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they've got to be taken away from Tottenham <laughs> in that. <laughs> and Chad, Chadley, Chadley in his new guys as midfield enforcer, he's got to go too. Because oh, he was not, starting... He's he got was, to go as well? He was starting to look a little bit better, but now, fuck off, you're done. <laughs> Anyone else? Dembele. Get him. He's on the list. He's uh, so gone. He's so <laughs> fucking gone. Winks. Winks. Harry <laughs> Winks. <laughs> yeah. Who is that bloke? And also, I just think it'd be really, really funny to just blame him for all the time he's wrong. Wouldn't that be funny? He's, he's, the, he's the geezer in the year. Show us yeah. it. Yeah. Is it a 17-year-old yeah. Machiavellian <laughs> running the club? Um, <laughs> I'm a runting. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Harry <Watch>. Winks. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I mean, it was weird. It was I, I kind of I, it was relief more than ecstasy. Mm. I, I felt mm. uh, when, when Ericsson buried that, and it's a quality goal mm. to push it past that. I don't know what defender it was actually. Anyone? Compose. Yeah, it was yeah. composed. Yeah. Just smashed it into the corner. And when you when he got it, I thought this is a goal. 
If yes. Ali Bile got it, I'm pretty sure he would have passed it along the floor to the mm. keeper. But it was just, it, it was sweet relief. And when we scored that goal, I think it was on 70 minutes and stuff, you think, oh, I've got some time here, mm. we're going to do it. And it weren't coming in, and then it did. It was, there, there was a kind of level of ecstasy to it, but it was just more sweet relief and just thought, okay, now let's go and watch Arsenal get beat by... Uh, Oh, oh, dear. Mm. Oh. I've noticed something recently about Tottenham. Christian Eriksen's good, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> can he go, can he stay? Yeah, yeah, he can stay. I, think, I mean, he's not going to stay because he doesn't want to. Because he recently <laughs> has said that the club can fuck off. <laughs> but I, he's good at football, isn't he? <laughs> he's really good at football. Yeah, he is. I noticed this recently. He's I'm one of them players. Of that you think, well, bad. If you'd have stayed with Eriksen or Modric, if yeah, you'd have yeah. stayed with Bale, or if. Berbatov, if you were staying oh, with Modric, isn't that the ongoing thing of the mm. Spurs? You but can, you can make a top-winning team out of the players. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it to yourself. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to make an appeal to everybody on Twitter to please stop pi- pi- um, tweeting pictures and, and vines of Bale being amazing or Modric be looking happy. I, I don't yeah. want to see it. Dan Bale's Bart, gone. Goal against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. Oh, it's time, great. Yeah. It, it's gone. The time is gone. It's like yeah. the, the. It's like the. the the brother that left home. I quite, I quite like, I quite like reminiscing though. No, fuck you, Rick. Can you imagine they all yeah, play for the room? Yeah, testimonial. I'm not giving you my testimonial. Who do we think the t- the t- the testimonial team is going to be then? Well, it's Darren Anderson. He's, he went on Talksport, didn't he? Is he? Day, and said oh, he's like, playing. I like Great. Shaggy. Yeah. 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 Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Shaggy. There'll be people. like Leonardson and Everson and Everson. Sherwood might play now. He's going to be sacked. Yeah, he's going to pick himself. <laughs> Do you know we said it on the podcast last week or the week before? He's, no, last week. He's not being sacked. He's been promoted. So yeah, he's so going to be a, direct, a, a director of football. Since, since you said that last yeah. week, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't not see get it. rid of the feeling. And Baldini's yeah, already been offered some promise or something. That's happening. Either he gets a, uh, his old job back, or he gets a bit more power with the youth academy, or he's replacing old Franco. Yeah, which well, he's kicked out, and then. Then we can reject more Suarez type players. I, I, I want I want Baldini out of the club, but I don't want Sherwood. I don't know. I, I I've 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 I'm very late to the sort of Sherwood hate party. Mm. Like I still sort of liked him, and I've on the whole enjoyed quite a lot of this season. I've I've seen some games that have made me laugh, but uh, yeah, fuck him. I hope he dies. <laughs> 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 I'd quite love that. Anyway, um, Mad Yid from the forum says, "Do you love Tottenham more than the sport of football, or vice versa?" I I I don't really like football. No, I think that's a very no. good question. Shit, uh, it's so much has changed that I just I I don't watch any other games. I don't want to see Messi play. I know he's great, but I don't want to see the spirit of football. I mean, one of my earliest memories was the 1982 game between Brazil and Italy. I think that was the first time I was like, "Fucking hell, this yeah. is." Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, But, um... Yeah, it doesn't need the extra long, Ricky. Just one echo, please, mate. Well, because he looked at me and went, what? What?" And I saw the eyes turn. (laughs) Fuck you. But, yeah, what is there to love about the modern game? Do you know, everything magical about it is in the past. The only decent thing about it now is Tottenham. Even when they're making us laugh and making us cry. Everything yeah. I love about Tottenham, in, uh, everything I love about football, is is about Tottenham. Mm. I, don't, I don't love anything. I, I see an amazing. There's a, there's a fucking ridiculous goal by Pog, Pogba. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Where yeah, he hits yeah. it and the curl on it. And I looked at it a couple of times and I'm like, 
Yeah, that ain't, unless you're wearing a Spurs shirt, shirt, I don't give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> when I was younger, we'd go, we'd all go round my mate's house, and there'd be a lot of us, and we're all having a drink, having a smoke, um, and a lot of people, oh, like, stick Sky Sports on fucking Kidderminster Harriers are playing, like, Stevenage. <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> or whatever, and, like, any football one. We'd all be sitting there on a Saturday, Sunday, everyone's, like, stoned and just watching football, and I'd be thinking... I don't care about any of this. <laughs> like I'm sitting there with ten lads and they're all watching. Oh, like look at the techers on that. Like look at the Cruyff tech. Like yeah. I don't care about any of that shit. It's fucking bollocks. Mm. <laughs> all of it. If it ain't Tottenham, then I don't well, care. There's this argument that there's it, it, actually football. Following football is actually quite geeky. It's like it's quite. Yeah. It's kind of it's like playing Warhammer to a certain extent it's, it's a lot worse <laughs> people are loving stats and, yeah. and look at all these little intricate things that the everyday man is just simply not interested in and so imagine if there was like Warhammer hooliganism <laughs> <laughs> we're going to meet your mob of space hogs in a fucking happy shop or car park come tooled up we hate you cunts <laughs> But there is that when it to that level, there is a, a kind of area of geekdom that I'm not kind of comfortable with. To be honest, I know Ricky hates this. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't like being classed as a geek. But it's football is. It's, it's that way. Nah, mate. Nah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, do you know? I. Uh, I mean, I, I. I'm totally. I totally agree. Like with both of you. I think. Like I, I did used to up until relatively recently, like about five or six years ago. I did used to just be able to watch any football game and just think like I love this. What, I, but now even the World Cup I struggle to kind yeah. of find that much entertainment into it. and that used to be like my Glastonbury my Christmas everything the World Cup I used to absolutely love it but I find the worst people in the world besides Sherwood Kirakesh <laughs> and paedophiles <laughs> are the British people English people who have grown up loving Italian football like what the fuck do you like Italian football for you fucking knobhead like there's sometimes you know, there's people that I follow on Twitter and they're just like oh great Twecartrista play from fucking uh, Totti I worship Totti <laughs> I hope he no. gobbed at someone exactly I've seen that man gob on another person but Italian football's the worst of all the football yeah it's shit yeah it's dog shit I used to be it a lot shouldn't worse. even be allowed back in the days where one nil was seen yeah. as like a, yeah. a master class oh, yeah it's just God. slow football what has mean? on the whole slowed down I think it's become more continental and Absolutely, slower and it, yeah. as a result it's more boring well because of the managers and players and stuff they've yeah. been brought up with that philosophy but I want my games to be like last week on Saturday yeah. just fucking exactly. goals everywhere shit defending goals from range sending offs spitting yeah Chaos. fighting and Jonas Olsen as well, who always has... He's like the new Mark Schwarzer for Tottenham. Yeah. He has a fucking shocker. <laughs> sent off or own goal against us every time. Mark He's a joker. <laughs> you know what else popped into my head? Stefan Schwartz as well. <laughs> Stefan Schwartz. in a diabolical the new, football. Yeah, yeah the new Kim Kalstrom. <laughs> 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 That's also glorious. The fact that they bought this weird player who was good on Champ Man 15 years ago. Yeah. And he's just he's just got a ginormous head. That's the only It'd thing. Be I good know if about they him. were just buying people based on outdated versions. Of <laughs> manager. Oh yes, Danny Kadamatari. We must say. Him. <laughs> Don't know All why right, Arsene Wenger's now Arabic. But. We'll do a round. <laughs> we'll do around the table quickly. Do you love Tottenham more than football, or football more than Tottenham? Tim, um, certainly, I probably love Tottenham more than my family. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that if they're listening, I don't. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm really serious. laughs> Please don't take that yeah. <laughs> But absolutely, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, definitely. For all the reasons you've all articulated. Yeah. yeah. I think we've got a full house here, yeah, mm, haven't we? Top, no one's going to say Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. 
I love I love my family as much as I do because of Tottenham. I, all of all of the kind of bonding and, and amazing memories I've had with my family have been at Spurs or at Wembley or away somewhere. It's just that's that's what's so good about our football club. And if if Tottenham suddenly didn't existed uh, didn't exist, I probably wouldn't watch another football game ever again. I genuinely feel that way now. I hate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got I got other sports I I'm happy to watch sort of as a neutral that I enjoy a lot more. Mm. I just think football sometimes you can turn on a game you can watch it for sixty minutes it can be fucking boring absolutely nothing happens like that Chelsea Arsenal game around Christmas I watched all of that and I was just like I'll never get that hour and a half back. Yeah, I just should say <laughs> I just I should say it's not I don't love the game it's still, it's an amazing sport and it's created so much passion and and, and uh, historical moments and it's, it's amazing and all that but it's. The way the game's changed, and and, and it, there's very little to enjoy about it for me anymore, and that's where it's coming from. Not the fact that it's going to get worse, mate. Oh, it's going to get worse. It's, it's what I'm saying. To. So I'm going to invest all of my passion and, and love. I'm going to take it from Spurs until it's willing, not willing to give it anymore. I mean, a lot, I know a lot of people that go out of their way to set up their evening to, to watch a certain game. Uh, I've got to be in because Chelsea are playing rah rah rah, whatever. Mm. Um, and I have never ever felt that way or, or anything I mean in the, it'll be like 11 o'clock and I'll be like oh shit Chelsea play tonight I'll, I'll, I'll check the result oh bollocks you know they won that's it yeah I do I watch would I, never, I would never ever I, go out of my way to try I and still, catch their games I put, I put Arsenal games on Oh no! I, I, I do. That, I do. Yeah, I, I, I do sometimes. Until uh, the vain hope they lose. Yeah, yeah. Until they until they score and then it just goes yeah. off. I'm, yeah. I'm and that's the it. opposite of that. I can't watch Arsenal unless they're two two goals down. Yeah. <laughs> two, that way there's a safety net. Yeah. Just in just in case they get a goal back. <laughs> do you remember then... the Liverpool game where it started and then someone said on on the phone and said, "Yeah, they're one 0 down." It's like, all right, we're here one 0 down. Ten minutes later, we're all scrambling around for extremes, desperately trying to watch them get <laughs> yeah, humiliated. Yeah. I fucking turn it on, and I think they did they lose five one. Yeah, I saw the only thing I saw was Arsenal score. It was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes through periods. Sometimes there's teams that you just watch, and you like, you just think I do want to watch more of them. Liverpool this season, I've just thought like mm. they're they're a very enjoyable team to watch, uh, and also they've got like players that will do a job for England as well. It'd be, and it'd be interesting to see sort of whether whether that does happen. So I think sometimes I do go, go through times where I'm more likely to watch other teams mm. but on the whole football is probably the dullest thing that I think you can do with your life <laughs> <laughs> ok alright that's it for the first half uh, and we've got Wendy delivering a youth update once again thank you yeah. Wendy back to drop the fucking knowledge blood. I see you I've got your back Wendy 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 Hi, this is Wendy back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the loan players as usual, Shaq Coulthurst was named in the Football League team of the week this week after his exploits for Torquay United. He scored a diving header and also got an assist as they won 2-1 away at Bristol Rovers, their first away win since the middle of February. Coulthurst's goal was the club's first goal in 420 minutes of football. Yago Falco was also on target this weekend. He scored for Real Vallecano in their tool draw at Espanyol. It was a good finish into the roof of the net from just inside the penalty area. Jake Livermore got a couple of assists for Hull City this week in their 5-3 FA Cup semi-final win. And Tom Carroll also got two assists. QPR won 5-2 at home over Nottingham Forest, with Carroll and Benoit Asuakoto both playing 90 minutes. 
Ryan Fredericks was an unused sub this week for Millwall, and John O'Beaker wasn't involved for Charlton. Alex Pritchard and Grant Hall both played for Swindon, though. Pritchard starting, he won a penalty in the first half, which was then missed, and Grant Hall made his return from injury coming off the bench late on. Finally, Christian Sabayas played 58 minutes for FC Aruka, but he lost 2-0 to Benfica. Moving on to the academy teams, both teams lost 1-0 to Manchester United this week. The under-21s on Monday night. They had most of the possession but couldn't break down a stubborn United side, even with Nabil Bentaleb and Moussa Dembele in the team. The under-18s lost 1-0 on Saturday morning at Carrington. Charlie Hayford, under-16, made his debut at this level off the bench. It looks like Liam Priestley and Kane Vincent Young will be released at the end of their scholarships. I believe Daniel Akindine is going to be offered a third-year scholarship, whilst Luke McGee, Philippe Lesniak, Aaron Mekaneff, Nathan Adua, William Miller and Emmanuel Snoop will all be offered one-year pro contracts. That leaves Connor Ogilvie and Harry Winks will be given two-year pro contracts. Also, Kevin Stewart is on trial at Sheffield United. I believe that's with a view to a permanent move in the summer. Next week, the academy is sending a squad to Dusseldorf for an under-19 tournament, where, amongst others, will play Wolfsburg and Bayer Leverkusen. That's on Saturday and Sunday of this week, before the finals take place on Monday. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter, at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. After the Fighting Cop podcast, I want to thank Dan Lowe and Tim Grieg again for coming down. It is Grieg, I always get it wrong. Yeah, about right. Yeah, it's yeah. not right, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Greek, Greek, Greek. G R I G G. You always say, and we've got a Dan Lowe and Tim Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Greek, mate. Greek. Greek. Yes, thank you. Um, the Fighting Cock is sponsored and partnered with Calm, the campaign against living misery t- uh, miserably. 12 men a day commit suicide. It's thought that because we don't talk about our problems, if you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone. It doesn't have to be someone you know. Come over helpline, open 5pm until midnight, 0808-802-5858. We've got Fulham next, who are, I mean, I've said Sunderland are the shittest team in the world, but I think Fulham are. But they've, they've, they've been on a bit of a resurgence. Mm. They've won two on the bounce, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Lewis Holtby can't play and he's been playing well for them. So that's a relief. <laughs> they were very lucky on Saturday against Norwich, it looked like. Um, they, yeah. Norwich had a ton of chances and they just missed and missed and missed and missed and then somehow Fulham, uh, Fulham scored on the break. And you just think Norwich are going down, aren't they? Oh yeah, so, look at their four, last four games are ridiculously oh, Chelsea, yeah. Arsenal, Man United and City, I think. City is, yeah. I feel a bit sorry for them. They shouldn't charge Jesus. us fucking 50 quid a year, should they, for our yeah. tickets and let's go and sit in that shit stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if we have anyone to fear from the Fulham team, it's probably Roddy Yeah. And I always rated him when he was at Wigan. I always thought he's got something, he's, he's an element of class and then... Just it wasn't. It, mm. I, I was lying to myself. I don't think he was that good. I think the best performance I ever saw from Rodriguez was when he was on the train back from Wigan yeah. a couple of years ago. When yeah. he, he was, it was Spurs played Wigan. I think we won two 0 or something yeah. like that. And he was actually on the train. He's going for a night out in London, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. was he? Yeah. yeah. So was he like a nice guy? Yeah, we were getting photos taken that, yeah. with like by the buffet car, like with <laughs> all the Spurs fans. It's not something you want to see if you're a Wigan no, fan. It's, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I, I did that entire journey on the back on the, in the luggage rack. That's tonight. right, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, the thing with Wigan away, they just give us so many tickets, and yeah. there's only like two or three trains that go up there, and then there's literally like 
4,000 Spurs fans trying to get on one train. Mm. So, yeah, Dan was in the luggage rack. Yeah, and it's about, like, that's the only game as well where you got, you're outnumbered by the Northern Spurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, they're a breed, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Tottenham. Fucking <laughs> rubbish. Uh, Worst fucking playing. team I've ever seen. They're so negative. I had a couple of them. I had a couple of proper Brummy Spurs fans at West Brom on Saturday who were just like... I can't do a Brummie accent, so I don't know Yeah. Oh, Lord, this is fucking shit, isn't it? There's no one doing Sherwood. This is, this is your Christmas, mate. You are watching Tottenham close to where you live. Can't you be a little bit more positive? If you fucking hate it. Do they have a list of players that they've gone from the club? <laughs> yeah, Bintulib! Bloody hating! How about you, Spook? What, did you, what, what do you think about the Fulham game? Not a lot. I'm not... not really putting any thought in, into our remaining games to be honest it's just getting we, ready for a few more belly laughs well it's four <laughs> so, that's 12 points right there that's what we're looking at 12 points on the table the thing is it worries me I've seen, seen it full of the worst defensive record in Europe I don't, I don't it's, it's not a bit too dissimilar to some of the stats being thrown about before the, the West Brom game like they haven't beaten us for X amount of games I thought jinxed it 3-0 yeah. down jinxed it definitely jinxed it do you, leave, do you believe in the power of the hex yeah I do yeah. It's nonsense. The universe is connected by it. <laughs> <laughs> by the power of the hex. <laughs> That's the one <laughs> single constant in our universe <laughs> is that people keep saying stuff before things have happened and hexing it. What binds it all together, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly about football. That's beautiful. Um, no, it's got to be three points. You see, even saying that, I, I, I regret it immediately. Yeah, it's my dad's birthday, Bad, and, and, and the last time it was last season, we always go Spurs on the weekend of my dad's birthday, and I made this point of not going to category A games. And last year, I had to because it's his birthday, and you know you got to do these things. And we had Man City, and we beat them three one. Oh, so yeah. if that, actually, I remember that now when you were talking about it. Oh, fucking, it was glorious. It was L- listen, the, yeah. the story about my dad. <laughs> in that game we're sitting right by the, I'm not going to say it again but we're sitting right by the Man City fans and you can imagine the jip we were getting and his reaction when we scored the fifth third goal it was like he'd reduced to a 14 year old <laughs> he just turned towards these two little Man City fans they were at 16 they'd been giving us loads of shit and I just I looked at him and I was I was afraid basically <laughs> I was genuinely afraid it was beautiful but it was on the uh, yeah the Man City podcast last year um we're not yeah it would be around April time so if anyone wants to listen to it April 22nd uh, that's not his birthday it's the 21st and he listens to this I'm sorry dad if you want, uh, to, send, if you want to send Flav's dad a card yeah <laughs> just get the right date you'll have one up on his own son <laughs> uh, yeah but he left my mum when I was a kid so, so, so fuck you dad. Flav <laughs> Flav senior Paul he's, he's had a mare Paul <laughs> no he's a good dad um so yeah, I mean we've got to, we've got to be worry a little bit about our conceding goals early. Any team in the Premier League is going to be able to score against Spurs, it seems. No centre backs as well. Like what are we going to do? You have to assume Kirikesh is going to come back and not play as shit as he did. Yeah, yeah but obviously I don't want that to happen. No, clearly. But like what what is going to happen? Like I just I don't know. I think there is quite a lot at stake, even though there's nothing at stake at the end of the season. Because the, we win the last three games, Sherwood's in a position to fucking rewrite history and go, oh, I've actually been a very successful Spurs manager. Mm. And he'll end with a really pro- impressive the, win p- percentage. The problem, is, the problem is, right, every week in the past month, you've looked at the table, you looked, you've worked the maths out and you thought, fucking hell, 
this is actually possible. Mm, it yeah. is. Mm. If you just win the games, if you if you if you look to win the games, something can happen. You can't control the other results. You just have to have a bit of luck. And even now, with four games left, you you look at the table. I don't know what Arsenal are doing at the minute, but again, you think mm, maybe. But then you think of it on the flip side. It's it's you look at the players and you look at the attitude that we're going out and playing games. And you think, well, they don't believe it. Yeah. So what the fuck am I doing, deluding exactly. myself that we're we're actually getting something out of it? No, exa- exactly. Exactly that. It's I mean, um, like with West Brom, are thinking. You know, if we if we win these last five games, maybe maybe something could happen. Three 0 down, half hour. It's like <laughs> fucking hell, dude. And, just and, like, and this team with this attitude in the Champions League next season, yeah, it's not really worth it, is it? It's no. not just about sort of raised expectations. It's not just about the fact that we've got a manager that we don't really like, and people are generally a bit disenchanted with the club. It's and it's not even necessarily the results because by the end of all this, like Sherwood will be able to claim, like, and have a decent claim for having presided over an okay period of Tottenham's history but it's the manner of the defeats the manner of the defeats have been as bad as anything I've ever seen at Spurs yeah. sometimes you've just like it is like relegation it's like watching a team that's on the verge of relegation and sometimes you look at the league afterwards and you think like we're fifth or sixth how is this possible how can a team that bad be up yeah. there but sometimes we look alright I just don't yeah. see how a training pitch with Sherwood Ferdinand, I don't really know what Ramsey has done. <laughs> no, no offence to Ramsey, but I mean, no, he's, he's a coach. But I mean, <laughs> what are they actually coaching? They're just putting cones out and getting Freund. into... Freund. Yeah. Freund as well. Yeah, Freund's still yeah. in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He was on the pitch on Saturday. He was the one... Yeah, he was celebrating on the pitch on Saturday with the players. What, and, what uh, if we were 3-0 down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get Sherwood out. He looked like... You know when uh, Sherwood... Did the salute with Adi Bayor? Oh, like a knob, didn't he? Yeah, but he looked like a knob. <laughs> Adi looked a bit of a knob, but it's his thing, so he's kind of less mm. knobby. Yeah. And then you had Chris Ramsey, who looked like a complete knob, because he wasn't doing, he's doing everything wrong. And it looked like he was learning. He was learning yeah. his train. And I, I know he's well thought of, Chris Ramsey. He's kind of got his coaching badges, and he's the one that turned down AVB for his Class B badge or whatever it was. He said, yeah, he's not good enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he's probably right but um, yeah that was a bit odd he just he just kind of didn't know what to throw up a salute and it was speaking of the salute though can everyone stop trolling the official Spurs Twitter account <laughs> because this is quite out of hand and I think there comes a point where it's not they need to learn their lesson they do need to learn their lesson but like just to kind of like they just want a little bit of love and just like there's no need to be that fucking nasty to the poor it's fucking funny, dweeby that social media in. account is a social media account some people talk to it like it's a direct line into Levy's office <laughs> <laughs> you're not yeah. going to get your point across this way just yeah. let, let them do their little marketing <laughs> stuff and promotions yeah. of uh, players that are meant to turn up at Easter signings the, but don't the, the job is up <laughs> by Harry Kane. oh did you see that yeah, Lamella got replaced. Yeah, Lamella. Yeah, he was, he was, he was like, supposed to be signed autographs, didn't he? The he got, re- shop. He got yeah. replaced by Harry Kane. And said, there was a notice saying, sorry, Lamella can't come along. Because he he's not alive he, anymore. Because he doesn't exist. <laughs> he, just does, he never did like, exist. Like Marty alive. McFly in fucking Back to Future. What, what if something happened in, in the dressing room and, and, he, and they killed him by mistake? <laughs> that is the only explanation. Cover, ABB was responsible somehow. Uh, got rid of him that's why he quit you can imagine Harry Kane running over him looking up <laughs> he's dead what is the film where uh, with Christian Slater where they have that crazy bachelor party yeah. and they accidentally kill the hooker yeah, and they, they, put just on a, they put yeah, on, yeah. A, um, on, on a clothes on a, hook on a clothes hook which is how the Mella died did he win yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that film 
Did he win the Oscars? No, he no, didn't. It, it was quite entertaining, though. It, it was, was, it was, yeah. it was quite crazy. It's got uh, Cameron Diaz in it as well, isn't it? So you're saying that Lamella <laughs> was being fucked by one of the other players <laughs> and had a horrible incident where he's rammed against the wall and a coat hook went through the back of his head. I'm not saying that definitely happened, but it's the best theory we've currently got. <laughs> <laughs> it's plausible. Yeah, it definitely is. It was Baldini who fucked him. <laughs> or Chris Ramsey, because what else does he do? <laughs> no one else knows. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, should we bother doing pre- predictions for Fulham? I don't know why we do predictions. It's stupid. They don't. Doesn't matter. Just so next week we can do. Oh, I got that right. Fuck you. Yeah. Let's not do it. Two. Uh, no. Two Four one. Spurs. Two one. Two one. Spurs. Four Spurs. Three one. Tottenham. I'll go with three one. Three one Spurs. One oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. I reckon Harry Kane's going to bag another one. Yeah. I don't mind Harry Kane. I, I, I'm going to like him a lot yeah. now. He's he's come on, he's come on. He's I yeah. mean the header was a decent. He got his head onto that. I know it's a free header, but he's, he you know he did well for the goal. He looked. It weren't just the, the goals he scored. It was more these um, his lunging. He lunges at things in the box, doesn't he? Yeah, and but he's also much more skillful than, That's the thing, than, yeah. than I thought he would be. And I gave him a lot of stick. Well, Windy always bangs on about him being all number sudden, ten. Uh, like a number is. ten, maybe not as refined as a genuine world class number. But like a Sheringham, yeah. you know what I mean. He doesn't, yeah. Mm. He doesn't look as dynamic. Mm. I mean, Sheringham had no pace, mm. but when he was on the ball and he turned, you could see his yeah. vision was miles yeah. ahead of other players around him. Kane at the minute is is doing well. I mean, you can't, I can't, I don't know why we love to slate our youngsters. I know, you know what I mean, the kids getting promoted. I think often because it's they're just not Brazilian. That's all it is. I think like if you if you buy some sort of expensive, exciting foreign player, people would just be like, "Oh, he must be good. He's in the Brazil side." Whereas here, people feel like they have got nothing to go on because yeah. how good can he possibly be? Well, that, yeah, Bentelab doesn't. I know he's not Brazilian, but yeah. he's got a foreign name. Yeah, he's got a foreign name. That is definitely <laughs> foreign name. Foreign name. <laughs> you know, he's one of them. My brother actually, <laughs> my brother actually taught Harry Kane in, in Chingford. My brother's a teacher. And um, we had a nightmare, didn't he? Well, well, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but apparently, he's like a massive Tottenham fan. He used to come in with like, Spurs yeah. gear on and all the rest of it. And apparently, he was a superb football player. He so. did brilliantly well for the goal uh, mm. for Len- to set up Lennon. He took the ball, carried it across the edge of the box, and mm. put a, a perfectly weighted ball with the split of defence. Lennon ran on, and you know, it was the goal that what's his name, his name Olsen mm. looped in. And I just, it just showed that he, there is a lot more about him. And, yeah. I have to apologise because I, I, I ripped into him said he was just a lump but he clearly isn't he's got a lot more about him and I'm happy for him to be our number three striker next season I think that's what he will we be. need another striker don't we I mean if uh, Soldado is he going to make it depends on the manager that comes in probably yes. um, Adibayo will probably be off yeah so yeah there's another just, couple there mm-hmm. I think Lukaku. Here we go again. Yeah, I think I think if we get Lukaku, uh, him, Kane, and uh, and Soldado. It's and a nice, you know, a decent, a potentially a decent sort of starting lineup with a decent manager. And by what? Defoe back, that's what we usually do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. scoring goals for fun, though, isn't he? At the moment, he's scoring loads for Toronto. Maybe Can you imagine if he comes back in that January window? <laughs> that's what like happened. That. Yeah. Oh, oh, that that could quite easily yeah. happen. Yeah. That probably would come back and train with us. Oh, mm. He's welcome back. That's what we're talking about, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Well, he's got to hit all the clubs. Lynch. Yeah, exactly. Faces, faces membership. Any specific yeah, memories yeah, yeah. of uh, Fulham? Yeah, loads. Um, probably the best away trip of the season, actually. Oh, I'll, yeah. be, I'll, be, I'll be gutted if they go down. Well, Just... we, we put out a tweet last week, because we were talking about the best away trips last week on the pod, and we put out a little tweet. I think you replied, actually. No. No, you didn't. Write uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spell my name right. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, it, uh, by and large, it was Fulham and Wigan, actually. Yeah. Uh, Wigan's both. Sounds people. about right. 
Yeah, but I've been to Fulham a couple of times. I went to the one when uh, Martin Yole, the, the season when Bow scored. It was his first season we, yeah. we signed him. And we were 3 one up, wasn't it? Yeah. I think they scored. It was the shittest overhead kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last minute. It was an overhead kick, mm. so you've got to give them some credit. But it was shit. It kind of. It was like a lob, an overhead lob. It was bizarre. There was yeah, there was that four nil game. Yeah, I don't know, Mike, was that the, no, the next season? Was it the season? The season before? In the FA Cup. Sure, yeah, two, two good goals by Keane and then Berbatov as well. Yeah. Mm. My favourite time at Fulham was when I was walking down to the ground and there was a a food stall and they were selling baguettes, but the baguette had a hole punched through it and there was a hot dog slid in this baguette. Whoa. It looks amazing. <laughs> it looks fucking amazing. No, I didn't. Man. I was not? too scared. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Could not handle it. You can handle that. One, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you walk into Fulham and you, walk, and you walk in the, the same sort of like turnstiles as the what they call the neutral one, which is always Tottenham anyway. Mm. And you walk in and literally they hand you a beer. Yeah. Literally, the, the, you know, and people that walk around with a beer on yeah. their back and that, and a Krispy Kreme donut as you walk in. Oh, I mean, oh seriously, they, yeah, they have to pay for them. You but, can drink drink in front of the. Yeah, in, no. The, well, you've got the concourse, oh, the and concourse, you walk around by yeah. the river. It's lovely. And there, there was there was that time that was like it was about two thousand and five, two thousand and six, I think it was, um, when they just come back up again. And like we walked in, and they were handing out taster pieces of pie. Yeah. And it's like I'm a fucking football fan. I think I know what pie tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a bit of pie? Yeah, yeah. this it's is a new it's thing. We're just we're just releasing it today. It's what called pie. Steak and these are going to be big. Fucking idiots. <laughs> neutral stand cunts oh, no, that, is, that is bizarre it's yeah. strange in the, in, in the modern day when you have a, a neutral stand but yeah which is never neutral it's always the away fans <laughs> yeah except when Norwich play there and they had <laughs> about a quarter of their own stand. <laughs> um they are, uh, they are, they are, Fulham are different to every other club, aren't they? There's, no, there's no other club that feels any like, anything like Fulham at all, is there? Can I ask you about the... Because I was, I was talking to a couple of Liverpool fans uh, and listening to Talk Sport for my sins and they were talking about how they actually want Everton to finish in the top four above Arsenal. And what is going on up there? Like what, what mm. is that normal? No, I know. That, that's all they sit next to each other at the derby. What is going yeah. on? Oh, and they sound well, we've got family members who, mm. who are Liverpool fans and, and Everton fans. I had a brother who decided to support Arsenal fans. Do you know, I don't know what happened to him. He got beaten. Yeah. And then what happened? We tore his Arsenal shirt off he and burned it in the garden. That's what happened to him and that's what you're supposed to do to Goon. He got lamelled. It is, it is, it is <laughs> funny up there because you've got the two grounds and they literally are next to each other. I didn't fuck my stepbrother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying you did. So you can understand it and, you know, everyone up there likes football. It's not like London, you know, like, you know. Half the sort of like male population like football, the others like rugby. Or but they're literally like a, a mile apart. If I that. know exactly. So everyone likes football up there, so you can kind of understand. I it. don't understand it, Tim. But yeah, no. Well, I part I think I think actually like part of the part of the reason is has been the last couple of years or so the way that um, the clubs have come a little bit sort of closer due to their sort of shared sort of grievance. Yeah, yeah, thing, I get that. because yeah. I think like there's been that, there's been that stuff that um, that Everton fan who died and they played Zed cars at Anfield as part of a service for him. Yeah. Um, there's obviously like all the sort of uh, Everton fans have not been very respectful, but they've been very supportive of the whole justice for the '96. Yeah, uh, you know, and they've they've shared, they've attended, um, kind of you know all the Hillsborough memorials. And I think like I think in those circumstances, it's I think United in tragedy kind of thing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I understand that, but. Can you imagine? Very like, careful. Yeah, can you imagine Arsenal sitting next to us at, in the North London I just, derby? I no, just couldn't just imagine. It. I, I can't imagine even sharing the same 
I don't. I, I can't go to Arsenal away because no. I can't be surrounded by that. I, I just. I can't. Well, yeah. we were saying actually on the way up here, um, Arsenal playing tonight. Yeah. We're playing West Ham, and I got the tube, and it's just full of Arsenal. It's full of scarves. Absolutely idiots, and they've just got no like, rent, passion, rent and they're scarf. just like like renter fans, and just walking up to the grounds. And I actually heard a, a conversation between two Arsenal fans, and I was so tempted to say something. Of course, I didn't. But there was a bloke who said, right, I, no, I didn't go on Saturday. To the, this is the FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. I'm not being funny, but when Spurs are in the FA Cup semi-final, everyone's going, aren't they? Yeah. It's a whole day. And, scrambling for tickets. Yeah, and this bloke said, I'm not going to the FA Cup semi-final because, um, well, I live in Kent, and if it goes to extra time and penalties, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the last train home, and I want to save myself for the final. I can't believe they've only given us 25,000 tickets. Now I might not get a ticket. Like, <laughs> Jesus What a nod. But that's not even like I remember just a one-off Arsenal fan. That's the general Coming out of, of a Stamford Bridge when we were beaten <laughs> 1-0, I think a last-minute goal from... It might have been Gallus, actually. I think we called it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that the one that went behind the line? Yeah, one all. Yeah, when Gallas scored in the last minute. Yeah, Gene scored. Or did we lose 2-1? No, we lost 2-1. We lost 2-1. And I was coming out and there was like Chelsea supporters and every conversation sounded the same. It was like, oh, didn't the Tottenham lads look really gutted on the pitch at you? I thought, what? Are you fucking Chelsea? <laughs> Seriously, very middle class, polite kind of. Yeah. Oh, that football lark was a good one today. Wasn't <laughs> you know, we're the most placid lads around. But if Spurs beat Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham, oh, uh, we usually take a little detour from, past the shelf and like, walk onto the high street. But whenever we beat one of them, not we're walking around Park Lane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you, do you remember that? I, I, I mean, this was not our finest hour. No, was it? But do you remember I don't when we were going to say? But no. <laughs> <laughs> you do because well, we talked about this again recently. There was a couple of seasons ago when we beat them two one when Terry got sent hmm. off. And it was the season where I think we made, was it the yeah. season we made the Champions League? Yeah, I think you're so right. So we, we went round, because it was the second season running that we'd beaten Chelsea, and we went round uh, to their um, exit as they were all leaving, and we were just ripping the piss, like dancing up and down, um, and just singing right in their faces. And there's this little girl who's about 12 or something just standing there, and we're just like, wanker, wanker, wanker. And she's crying harder. <laughs> And with more intensity than I have ever seen anyone do anything. <laughs> and then this this woman kind of comes up. I don't know why she's just standing there staring at us, just crying really, really hard, like she's lost in a fucking shopping centre. You remember when you used to get lost in a shopping centre? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just grief just overtook you. And it's like, this is it. This is the end of my childhood. I'm going to get taken away by gypsies now. And then your mum will turn up. It'll be fine. But on this occasion, this woman comes up to us and just goes, you're scum. You're subhuman scum. You arseholes. And we just kept going at this 12 year old <laughs> it wouldn't stop she's not coming back yeah. <laughs> I like to think we traumatised her <laughs> I was looking at, I was reading a couple of um, Arsenal Twitter accounts after the game because there was obviously quite a bit of trouble after the, the Arsenal game and they said that a couple of them were saying Spurs is the worst ground to go to and come away from and I'm thinking as our greatest rivals it's good that you think that yes. it's good that that's yeah. in your psyche and I hope you take that all the way to your deathbed <laughs> yeah. because yeah. it should never change. You're coming, and that I know there's a lot wrong with the way football used to be and the fighting and of course. Uh, and obviously, no one wants to return to that unless you're involved in that. Then you know, all power to Ooh. you. But it, but, but <laughs> generally, generally, if you're going into enemy territory and you're coming against your 
clearly you understand how much you that we hate you mm. and you're never going to be able to forget that and that's what I love I love that I love it you should be scared yeah just going back to what you say about Liverpool and Everton the thing that stands out for me is uh, Arsenal supporters with the come on you Spurs flag in Highbury oh, when we what? went up to Man United. Right. Yeah, yeah. When we went up yeah. to Man United. We had to lose. We had to lose. No, we had to we win. Had to win we? And we yeah. went one new That's up. Let's burn that Yeah. I mean, can you imagine taking a, a Guna related <sighs> banner to White Hart Lane? Well, I'd like, physically attack anyone who had that. Yeah. Were they were they away? Yeah, I think they're away at Villa. I think. And uh, they, they were singing. I can't, I can't remember. I can remember the banner. Uh, I can't remember. What I think right. they were singing "Come on, you Spurs," oh. and then it changed to "Fuck off, you Spurs." Oh. Nah, Absolutely. Still but but that. by the same token, I can never cheer for Tottenham to lose, even if it means that you know by yeah. us losing, it mm. might sort of like help whoever's no, going to beat Arsenal. After we've lost, you can almost make yourself yeah. feel better. Well, oh, but you yes, never yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah. No, I could never watch a Spurs game thinking, "Oh, I hope we can see now because that's going to fuck us." Spurs supporters this season wanted us to lose just to. Prove a point. Yeah, I was right well, about well, Tim ridiculous. Sherwood. <laughs> what's the, I was right. What's the point of sports to Tottenham if you don't want to win? You know. What's the point in Tottenham in supporting Tottenham if you're just going to fucking film the whole game on your fucking iPhone? Yeah, got those people have got to stop. I'm making the East End the fucking iPhone free zone what next season. <laughs> Violence. Any <laughs> 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 language they fucking understand. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally just be punching Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> that man's a racist. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind the speculation about my motives. What I'm doing. You're feeling great. You're good. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we've got questions. Losing two words. If you could give your younger self some advice, what would those two words be? So this mm. is you as a young person. And you've got you can somehow go back in time in some sort of machine. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm realising that that we told that story before we started recording. Uh, yeah, that's enough of that. So that's uh, a horrible story. <laughs> uh, what two words would you would you use? Uh, mine. Um, you pulled mine out of the bag, which was wank more for for me because I don't feel I, I spent enough time loving myself mm. <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a young person. I went through terrible times watching Spurs. Um, and and the way to deal with that is obviously self love. Shave head. Shave head. Yeah, oh, do you I, I I kept my hair on my head for maybe ten fifteen years I longer than it, I should have. I remember your your little cartoon picture um, on on Dear Mr Levy. Oh, you had a full full head of full hair. head of hair. Well, you didn't see the three D version where it was kind of there was a patch right at the top of it. <laughs> and then when I met you, I was like, "You fucking liar! <laughs> you lying piece of shit! Look at you! See, I look You're a disgrace!" I look better. better. I mean, I had, I had a I had fucking beautiful hair, man, up until the age of about <laughs> twenty five, and then at the age of twenty six, it just started disappearing. Like my happened, na- my nan talking about my granddad. He had a great head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kept real cream in business for years. Oh, really? Seriously? I'd love to see. I need to see some pictures. I'll, I'll have to get some on Twitter. Take them off on Twitter. All right, I'll, I'll find some. <laughs> Rick, what's yours? Uh, probably more drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, fucking, I'm changing mine to that. Yeah, I'm changing mine to that as well. What, pe- what uh, people? Are, there is an advisory for each drug that you should be doing. Yeah. And. No, don't lose well, that. Go more. Go, go Peru, harder, go Peru ayahuasca. Yeah. I didn't know about ayahuasca until fucking last year. And that's too well, late. Yeah, it's you, you've got a late. kid now. This is, <laughs> this is amazing. Like You're <laughs> advising your younger self to, 
Take How old's our younger self? Tw- 12, 12, 12, 12. 12. You invited them to wank and take drugs. Yeah, 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 <laughs> is that not two of the most greatest yeah. things on earth? Yeah, God. That clearly is. I, I got 12, though. I took no, drugs way, way too late. Way too late in Do you think so? Much too late, yeah. I, yeah about 25, 26 before I really realised that I wasn't, wasn't going to be Leah Betts. <laughs> I, I realised that that isn't the norm. Um, if you went to a party though, and you, like there was a twelve-year-old on acid, there, <laughs> the worst fucking party rock ever. Rock on! You're not going to die. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> you're the most annoying kid. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a sofa. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are. You got anything, lads? Or should we move um, on? What's using two words? I didn't realise it's two words. All right, one yeah. I do. No, I say two. Uh, love family despite what I said earlier about loving Tottenham more that's like 15 just in case (laughs) 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 just in case my dad listens to the family love Love man love man love family use clearer self (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's easy really oh yeah fucking unbelievable does it work that stuff well, I've got scars there, but it didn't, yeah. Because <laughs> so, there's myths about that sort of stuff that it doesn't actually work. It's kind of like a... It's like crack. It just kind of, yeah, first taste is free and then it just keeps giving you more spots. It's probably true, actually. Ricky, you're having flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, always. always. <laughs> to, you, to your crack days. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'd, I'd tell my younger self to take crack. <laughs> 12-year-old. I'd pedal it's crack great. to my 12-year-old. <laughs> Brilliant. Look at me. <laughs> I'm a winner. <laughs> Okay, so we've got a question from Dave TYK from Twitter. He says, Who would you prefer as manager? Klopp, Wenger, what the fuck? Uh, Redknapp, Solskjaer, or Houghton, or Ricky TFC? Yeah, that's easy. Ricky. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Clearly. I'd love yeah, that. Definitely. I'd know, do you know what? Because the hate would turn on you pretty quickly. Yeah, and I would struggle. I'd struggle with that. I wouldn't like that. There would be no mm. hate. No. There would be none. How would you circumnavigate those, those hate, haters? By performances, mate. You, honestly, mate, you would see what okay, I'm doing. Okay, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Go on then. The, the West Brom game. Uh, yeah. You were manager for that game. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, how do you feel the game went today? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. How bad? <laughs> really bad. Kirikesh. Terrible. Have you heard of Dan Lowe? He's on the list. Uh, uh, D- I'm the youth team coach. He didn't play, Ricky. He's on the list, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my list? <laughs> Can I be part of the setup? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. There's more chance of Ricky getting the job than fucking... Klopp, Klopp, yeah. Klopp. 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 That makes me laugh. He's like, like the son, isn't it? He's, he's the um, uh, Dortmund bloke with yeah, the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's going to come to Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, never. He's like a math teacher. I don't, I, don't, I don't want him. And also, oh, I, do, I do want him. If there's one manager in the whole world, I want you. But Klopp. he had, he had years. Definitely. He, he took a few years to get Dortmund playing the way they had, and an amazing youth set up. Yeah. Patience, but we're not the patient. Any manager is going to be there for eighteen months. There is no manager. manager. There is no manager that's going to come. Oh, you, to you don't. You don't think he's going to replace the guy in front of him in this list on this piece of paper, do you? What Wenger? Wenger. Yeah. Yeah, he could do. Yeah, that could happen. Klopp's a really good bloke, though. He seems. He seems like a decent guy, and that goes a long way as uh, with managers. I, I want people to seem like they're decent people, like Martin Yole did. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, I was about to say like Redknapp did that was never the case was it <laughs> no AVB was alright yeah. I thought he seemed there was nothing wrong with AVB I thought AVB was just per- boring personality wise I thought he was a bit of a dickhead really but mm. I think you know he was 
all right as a manager <coughs> on the whole. Dan, do you yeah. really think Klopp would consider Tottenham? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. He would if, if they went to him and said... No, he wouldn't. It's, 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 your, wouldn't. it's your club. You know yeah. this thing about director of football, yeah. right? Oh, then just, just pretend for a minute. No. Okay. Director of football, right? No. He's there to, <laughs> he's there to retain some form of continuity where we buy players that managers can come... Well, hold on a minute. What, what do you mean? Is the director of football in charge of defining our club's ethos and footballing blueprint? The, the coach comes in and he fucking builds the team. He creates a style and, and, and something that's, you know, in line with our tradition. And everything else is there to support the coach. I'm not saying, like... I mean, you, we say with Arsene Wenger, he... Arsenal Wenger is modern day Arsenal do you know what I mean he just completely changed that club mm. we don't have to do it at Tottenham because our history is fucking perfect yeah. football wise we just need someone to come in to play that type of football but this this should, but this should be would quite... come in and he'd be sacked like yeah. he, would, he, would. Yeah. he would because it, we yeah. haven't got the fucking patience to let him get on with it and build something like we just need to accept like Stephen Carr is going to come back <laughs> oh. and manage well, Le- Ledley yeah. put his name down didn't he I, don't yeah. know. <laughs> I know it's like Ledley don't do this to no, yourself no, man. Yeah. for fuck's sake you're making a mistake just because they're giving you a testimonial doesn't mean you should fucking get all overexcited <laughs> become manager of Tottenham Hotspur yeah. I know if Tim Sherwood could then Ledley can mm. yeah. Yeah. yes we can <laughs> um, I want Chirpy to I don't. Yeah, I literally yeah, don't care be. anymore. Yeah. I don't. I, it does. It literally feels like anybody who comes in. I do care though. I obviously care. I want him to be great. No, I don't think you do care. No, I do. I do care. But I don't. Want, I want him to be great. But I. I've, I. I feel that nothing. If you had a choice, if we don't a, deserve good things, Ricky. Uh, if you had a choice, who would you have as manager right now? I would have Klopp now. Klopp now. I'd have Ancelotti. Okay, Spooky, who do you have? Probably Klopp, give him five years. Dan? We won't give him yeah, five years. Klopp, Klopp or Ancelotti. Um, I'd, although, I, my heart says Klinsman, I quite like Klinsman. Oh, I was oh, going to say Klinsman, yeah. or being a sort of sentimental bloke like I am, maybe Hoddle. I don't know, I know, I know, Ooh, I know. Shut up, you know, I know. Shut up. Yeah, all right. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Hewitt. He's out of a job, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Paul, Paul Miller. Yeah. He, he's played well in the Spurs. last couple of Legends games. Nah, yeah. <laughs> but I think we're going to wait until the end of the World Cup and see who's available, probably. Yeah, but I think if, the, if it's, it's not fucking... Though, it? If it's not nailed oh, down already, if the, if the appointment hasn't essentially been made already, then really, like, what the fuck is Levy doing? Yeah. I, d- I do think it, it must have been sorted out already. Surely it has, because well, otherwise... That ruins next season what is he for doing? Us, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so, pre-season, exactly, targets, yeah. whatever else... After after twelve years of having Levy in charge, you're now only saying, "What the fuck is he doing?" No, no, no. I, I, I think I think next season is like, like it's the it, be all and end all, isn't it? Yeah, next season could end up being fucking carnage in the way that this season has hinted at a little bit. Not just in terms of football, but in terms of fans turning on other fans. In terms of the atmosphere at the lane being terrible. In terms of there being like protests. Uh, Actually, yeah. you know, because a couple of weeks ago when there was the Levy out sort of banners and so on and so forth, you know, there was rumours that, that was part yeah, yeah. of the press anyway. There was, was, lame, it was it? fuck it was all there. But I will tell you, like, at West Brom, when the second goal went in, there was a proper volley of We Want Levy Out by a few hundred people. Really? And I've never heard that before. I don't, you know, again, I don't support it, but that is growing. And it, But Levy's in a position to potentially fucking pop that balloon now with a decent appointment and a decent season. If Galactic. it's a shit appointment, if it's a shit season... 
the club goes into meltdown. Happen, yeah. we, we like getting rebooted and we, we, we're fickle and we forget and we're happy if the football's good. <laughs> You've yeah. got beer in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I want to follow on for what Dan said. <laughs> yeah, you, you did that well, I thought. <laughs> um, and say that I've forgotten my point. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's coming back. It's coming back. Bastion of professionalism. The fine cock. Broadcaster Ricky TFC (laughs) had this to say. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky statement. There it is. This is why you didn't get the BBC breakfast job. (laughs) Here it is. This is what I'm going to say. Go. (laughs) Um, Levy has to have picked someone way before the end of the season. He's got to have something in place because... Tim's been there, and I think he's always known that Tim is not yeah. going to be mm-hmm. there at the end of the season and, and taking us through to next season. Either there, there's something that's been agreed, I don't know about Van Howe or whatever, but there there has to be. There's been so much fucking time spent on this, speculating who we're going to get. I, I don't think we're going to leave it until... Who's had a good World Cup? Who's, yeah. who's guided their team alright we'll, we'll go for that guy then there has got to be someone there's got to be more structure more thought behind this and I think well, more I hope I hope it's happened more thought I hope it's, it's happened. not happened more yeah. thought Sp- than- Spooky got it right like at the end of the day whoever we appoint after the World Cup or whatever is going to have like three four weeks and you know all the transfer business would have been done already I don't know if it's Baldini or even Sherwood or somebody upstairs and it's going to be another shambles next season. On <laughs> <laughs> well, that bombshell. <laughs> but you don't think that when AVB was sacked, he didn't think... He didn't think... Um, fuck, who can we ever run this club? I know. Tim Sherwood. Let's, yeah. him in. Let's pretend that he's been in... Well, it might work. <laughs> Let's pretend that he's been doing loads of really good stuff for the youth football. Yeah. He's done nothing. John McDermott was running that team. You don't know who he is, do you? No. But otherwise, like, why would all that stuff like what, when he sort of had to announce that he was standing down? There's two explanations for that: one, that there is you know somebody ready to take over, or two, the club monitors social media as we assume that they do. Mm. They see see how unpopular and angry everyone's been getting recently, and they try and head off at the pass, which they've done a lot this season. I mean, you can say that what you like about like Levy not listening to the fans and fucking riding roughshod over what we think the way the club should be run, but they have occasionally, I think this season, three or four times recently, when people have been complaining about a specific thing, they then make an announcement, and it's like, oh, by the way, we're planning this. It does feel like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done that yeah, with the stadium yeah, yeah. recently oh, as well. Yeah. They, like, everyone's going, oh, what's happening with the stadium? What's happening with the stadium? And then they just released all these plans, and the plans amount to fuck all. Yeah, they, like, they don't actually make any sense. Yeah, there's nothing there at all. Like Dan was saying, season ticket renewals are coming up now, and it's yeah. like, if, if Tim's uh, at the helm, it's like, fuck that, why am I going to subscribe to that again? But then if he's not there, and it's made quite public, then people have this kind of... The mysterious, oh, who's it going to be? Blah blah blah. I might buy into it anyway because yeah. it's going to be. So the renewals will come up, and how, how do you 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 lot seen to go as well? Yeah. So yeah. How, how do you feel now? I mean, it's what... funny actually. I got the email, and for the first time ever, I went, usually you get the email for oh god, I'm going to afford eight hundred and fifty quid or whatever. But my first reaction was, ah, oh, is it really? Mm. But of course, I'm going to renew and I'll be there next season. And... I didn't know you felt this way, Tim. No, well, no. <laughs> no you fucking told me. No, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad time. It was a bad time. <laughs> but um, I was angry. No, but of course, no, no. You know, going to Spurs fun, and you know, I've never would not want to go there on a Saturday or Sunday or whenever the game is going to be. Mm. 
But you just think, you know, 850 quid. It's a lot of money, mm. isn't it? About you, Rick, how do you feel? Uh, exactly like Tim, really. The, I mean, it, the email comes through, and I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but you know what? Whoever's going to be at the helm, I'll, we'll be there. I'll, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Whether it's Mr. Blobby or fucking Louis Van Howe, I will be there. It Mr. wouldn't. I, it doesn't matter what you know. What the fucking numbers in the amount you got to pay is to me, it doesn't make any difference. I'm still going to fucking go. I still feel that. I feel the club is like they've done some good stuff this year. Um, although sometimes I've given them too much credit for things like the away fans mm. uh, you know um, subsidising the football special and whatnot. that hasn't been their money it's been the Premier League's money anyway. that's right yeah. so Levy's sort of you know taking the opportunity to look good but the thing is like, I don't know you know I love to- I've never stopped loving Tottenham Hotspur it doesn't matter what happens I will always love them at the moment they're doing a bit of time inside for killing a kid <laughs> but I'm still going to visit them <laughs> and I'll be there when they get out yeah. open armed exactly that's pretty much it. Okay, yes. well, we had some other uh, stupid questions to f- kind of ponder, but um, we'll do it another time because yeah. we'll run over. Uh, I want to thank you very much, Dan and Tim, for coming down once again. It's been a pleasure. Um, when's your uh, next away days out? It should be up on Easter weekend. The tail end of Easter weekend <laughs> should be ready. Oh, my God. Oh, dog. Yeah, my, if you didn't realise, my dog's in, 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 in the place where we're recording, in our studio. Or clothes shop, but yeah, it'll be it should should be up the tail end of the weekend. So when you see it, uh, share it, retweet it, and I hope you enjoy it. It's a fun one to do that one, Benfica. I oh, was at Benfica. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Sweet. It was, it was, it was right? quite a laugh. Mm. That was a great trip. And uh, Ricky and Spook, you got anything planned? I haven't got a video on Benfica or on away day or anything. <laughs> nah. But, hey, uh, I, listen, you can have a credit for it if you get me into the Tottenham setup on your manager. Oh, definitely, definitely. Can yeah, I have a role right. in this setup? No, I don't think you're good enough, mate. You've coached. <laughs> no, I don't think you're good enough. You've coached. You what? Pin you near children? No, I don't think so, mate. <laughs> Can oh, I be no. the Chris Perry that salutes like in the background? that gets edited out by the Penny Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've consumed the East End. You can tell everyone to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, double pass. Beautiful, actually. That's the worst job in the world. <laughs> You're head of the green team. <laughs> a big article coming up, isn't you? And the, a four-part four special called The Grimness. <laughs> no, it's not called The Grimness, but it's just four parts looking at our... our, our I don't usually do technical sort of footballing stuff like that. This is more up Windy Street, but I've been so bored with Spurs. I almost want to write this blog and just go to sabbatical for is the that, summer. Is that so, Cromwell Street? Huh? Is that Cromwell Street, Windy Street? Poor Wendy, getting you nickname. <laughs> but yeah, four part. Of, I I'll, know po- I'll blog it at some point this week. <laughs> okay, yeah, check that. DearMrLevy dot com. Yeah, and uh, and that's it, pretty much. You can download the app. Uh, there's t-shirts Ricky isn't there you're laughing at him it's not like it's my street I can make it famous it belongs to someone else um, uh, yeah so yeah we've got an app uh, we've got an Android app now so you can download it for free listen to the podcast on Android what as well as iPhone as well as iPhone you fucking what <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ basically Case got bored of waiting for developers to come and do it for free and he did it himself somehow. Fuck knows how. So that's amazing. Ah, uh, yeah, t-shirts. Uh, new fans in coming out soon. Listen to Americanage. 
Yeah, that's um, it's every week from now until. Oh, actually, there's merchandise. If you want to buy some Mario Carnage mer- merchandise for a what? podcast you don't even listen to, <laughs> that is a fucking worthy investment. What what, uh, what what kind of stuff are you selling? Uh, t-shirts, hoodies. The hoodies are forty quid, which I think you'll <laughs> great value for money. It's got it's got the name of the podcast on it. And is it not receive? What's the dog's called? The dog receiver con. The last time you was oh like, Airbud. Airbud. That was yeah. it. I'm trying to sell that story, but it doesn't work if you don't know the name of the dog. Yeah, I'm. Oh, speaking the of which, retriever. That was it. Here's something to do for the Easter weekend. Check this out. This has been burning up inside of me all day. <laughs> but fucking out like this is what I'm doing on Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, the Prince Charles Cinema. Do you know the Prince Charles Cinema? It shows old films. It's in Leicester Square. It's that Flea Pit Cinema in oh, Leicester yeah, Square. Yeah, yeah. But right. it shows old films. They've got the best double bill ever going ever. Right. So at six o'clock they've got the Bill Murray classic Groundhog Day. Yep. At nine o'clock they've got the Bill Murray classic Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> they've got it twice <laughs> in one night. That's fucking dedication. We're gonna go and watch both films. Oh fuck off! Really? Yes. Hundred percent. How you, can you not do that? Are you taking mushrooms? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Poor genie. <And> crack. <laughs> Maybe I, we should get a big kind of listener loving and get everyone in a pub or maybe to this event let's have an 1882 down ground (laughs) (laughs) with mushrooms alright that's it from the Fighting Cock Podcast thanks once again for downloading Um, it's been an experience bye Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Network.